thezone.org. Oh, what is up? It's Thursday. It's it's May 30th. Why are you yelling? Because that's what I do. Okay. You got a problem with that? I will yell at you. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790 Tucson's most stimulating dog. Say my name. Oh my god. What? 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 <laughs> Tree things I think you need to know. Uh, number one. How about this? John Solomon of the Hill reporting. British intelligence sent a memo a week before Trump was inaugurated to the Trump transition team saying, hey, uh, we don't have a lot of confidence in this Chris Steele guy, this uh, former spy for us. So uh, this whole this dossier, we think it lacks credibility. Why didn't the Trump team put that out there? Why did it take two, <laughs> two and a half years to get that information? That's a big flipping deal. Uh, second thing. That I think you need to know. Uh, did the president troll people or did he just have a typo or what happened? But, and we'll get into this. He sent out a tweet uh, early this morning where he, and I, I got to read it to you. And even Ryan was like, what? What? He tweeted out, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt, uh, witch hunt hoax. And now Russia has disappeared because I ha- and now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. It was a crime that didn't exist. Wait, what? We'll get into that. He's denying that we have the sound bites. He just actually because the media is just going crazy over this. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know is that. Another beauty put on by the Pima County Republicans, the Pima GOP. No GOP candidates on the ballot for mayor of Tucson. Don't complain to me. Apparently, I guess there were some that were trying, who knows, but they could not get enough signatures. So there's a few Democrats. One's a socialist in Regina Romero uh, and an independent, Ed Ackley. And there you have it. No Republicans, once again. So uh, they, are there any Republicans left in Tucson? That's That's the question. Maybe that's why they couldn't get any signatures. Too scared. Three things, or just they leave because it's just such a improperly run town. Uh, three things I think you need to know. So, uh, I, I, I th- you've heard what way too much analysis of the Mueller situation, and and we'll get into that because I don't care about. Well, we know what he said, but now it's what should be done, and we'll get into that. But first, this this Trump tweet, which is. Wow, Russia, 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 that's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax, and now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. And people are freaking out. There he goes, he admitted Russia helped me get elected. And Hey, words are words. He said he had nothing to do. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. So did, I mean, Russia didn't help him get elected. No. Did he mean to say, and now Russia has disappeared because it had nothing to do? They had nothing to do. I had nothing to do. I think he just kind of wrote a weird sentence. But it, if you hate Trump, it came out that way. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. Hmm. What the bleep is that about? So I'm sitting there saying, is Trump just trolling everybody? Is he changing the narrative from what Mueller said with that? Because it's obvious. Look, we can go back in the in the archives and get the Rod Rosenstein soundbite when he in, 
indicted a whole bunch of Russians. And he said, uh, even though this is happening, um, we, we are not, uh, or th- there was not any vote changes. There were, yes, uh, they, they, that's the one right there. Yeah, play that one right there. Rod Rosenstein, uh, I don't think he's there anymore, former uh, deputy uh, attorney general, DOJ. Here we go. Listen to this. Now, there is no allegation in this indictment that any American was a knowing participant okay. in this illegal activity. There is no allegation in the indictment that the charge conduct altered the outcome of the 2016 election. There you go. So there's that. But if you actually click on the tweet and read some of the comments, the first one is, is <laughs> it was somebody, somebody like wrote like a million times, Russia, help me get elected. Russia, help me get elected. Russia, help me get elected over and over and over and over again. But that's, there we go. LOL, Trump just admitted Russia helped him throw the election to him, which is so funny. How, how is that possible? And again, Hillary's the one, and the DN. Remember that this is this story just got, you know, brushed aside. That a DNC official was trying to get dirt on Trump from the Ukrainian government. Right. That came out, and that went like was in the news in conservative news for like a day or two, and then it was gone. Gone. Um. I'm gonna get that up again. But Rush, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rush. This whole Russia thing. It was asked to Trump about what he said, because it's already the news stories. Trump Trump uh, tweets this, and then he's asked about it, and he contradicts his own tweet. Let's play that soundbite from, that we put in uh, just a few minutes ago, because he said it just a few minutes ago. The media asked him about, hey, did, did Russia help you get elected? They bought 100 grand in ads, right? Facebook ads. A- against Hillary or for him? I don't oh, even wait. know. They never even, you know, it's funny. They never even said, they said it was $100,000 in Facebook ads. So, And again, there's no reason why Russia would want Trump to win. They wanted Hillary to win because Hillary was part of the group that uh, approved them buying 20% of uranium in this country. Hillary wanted green energy, which meant no oil, which is the only way Russia makes money. Trump told the NATO countries, you better start paying or we're done. And he got them all to add more money to to NATO and their defense to stand up to Russia. Hillary wouldn't have done that. It makes no sense that Russia wanted Trump to win. Anyway, listen to the Trumpster. Here's the president just a few minutes ago asked about his tweet. Did Russia help you get elected? Listen to this. No, Russia did not help me get elected. You know who got me elected? You know who got me elected? I got me elected. Russia didn't help me at all. Russia, if anything, I think helped the other side. What you ought to ask is this. Do you think the media helped Hillary Clinton get elected? She didn't make it. But you take a look at collusion between Hillary Clinton and the media. You take a look at collusion between Hillary Clinton and Russia. She had more to do in the campaign with Russia than I did. I had nothing to do. And by the way, that's one other thing. If you look, this is all about Russia, Russia, Russia. They don't talk about Russia anymore. Because it turned out to be a hoax. It was all a hoax. And then they say, gee, he fought back. Isn't that terrible? He fought back. Of course they fight back. Because it was a false accusation. A totally false accusation. And it's a disgrace. And it's a very, it's a very sad period for this country. And I think in the end, I will consider what's happening now to be one of my greatest achievements. Exposing this corruption. There you go. Good for him. 
Now, what's crazy is that uh, a story came out 14 minutes ago from Mediaite. Breaking, Trump deletes tweet admitting Russia helped him get elected. But I just went and I refreshed the page again. And it's still there. So what are they talking about? You see that? Yeah. What, what, are, they, what are they talking about? So anyway, the media is trying to make a big, a big deal about that, which literally uh, isn't true. It's obviously a miswritten tweet. And if you want to tell me that it's not and, and it actually, it, he's admitting this, you're more than welcome to make your case. I wish you the best of luck. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go back to May 2nd, earlier this month. Ukrainian, and this is from The Hill. John Solomon, Ukrainian embassy confirms DNC contractor solicited Trump dirt in 2016. Hello? Well, I mean, Really? In its most detailed account yet, the Ukrainian embassy in Washington says a Democratic National Committee insider during the 2016 election solicited dirt on Donald Trump's campaign chairman, that's Manafort, and even tried to enlist the country's president to help. They even know, I believe, the the name of the person. Chalupa. Yep, it's not just the food. It's not just the food. In written answers to questions, Ambassador Valerie Chale's office says DNC contractor Alexandra Chalupa sought information from the Ukrainian government on Paul Manafort's dealings inside the country in hopes of forcing the issue before Congress. She tried to arrange a meeting. She tried to arrange, uh, train, uh, sorry, she tried to arrange for the Ukrainian president to comment on Manafort's Russian ties on an American visit during the 2016 campaign. There you go. I mean, hello. So whatever, whatever. Uh, I don't see that the tweet was deleted. It's a strange, strange thing. So I know more craziness from Trump. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, on on a similar story, obviously. You may have missed this. There was a uh, there was a statement released, a joint statement. From the Department of Justice and Robert Mueller's office, clarifying Robert Mueller's confusing comments. Do you have the Mueller comments? It, let, let's do uh, number six right there, number six. Um, that's the confusing comment. One more time. Here we go. Listen to this. And as set forth in the report, after that investigation, if we had had co- confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. Okay. So there's that, which is nice. So there was a uh, joint statement trying to clarify what, what Mueller, everything Mueller was saying yesterday. Um, and and it's, it's kind of a big deal. And it's kind of gobbledygook. But uh, it says, the Attorney General has previously stated, that's Barr, that special counsel, that's Mueller, repeatedly affirmed that he was not saying that bore, but for the OLC, The OLC opinion. He, Mueller, would have found the president obstructed justice. So, I remember three times he said, listen, I don't think that he obstructed justice. It has nothing to do. Three different, three times, three different times he told, and this is what Barr testified to. Barr said, I was told three different times by Mueller. Even without the uh, Office of Legal Counsel opinion that says you can't indict a sitting president. 
there's no obstruction of justice. The special counsel's report and his statement today made clear that the office concluded it would not reach a determination one way or the other about whether the president committed a crime. There is no conflict between these statements. That's from Kerry Kupek, uh, spokeswoman for the DOJ, and Peter Carr, spokes, spokesman for, the, for Mueller's office, special counsel's office. So um, they both say that, yet the damage has been done. So the question is, what happens now? What should be done? What should the Republicans do? What should other people do? I, I have my thoughts on that. Plus, I want to play for you when we get back also. Uh, what I, I warned you yesterday, you just heard the soundbite, and I told you the media was going to just totally take it out of context and cut it off. And we have an example of that from the local media. And I want you to hear that coming back, as well as what should happen. We'll continue. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792. Son. On KNST. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. 59 degrees outside. It is 628. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, I am 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 94 for a high today, looks like. 97 tomorrow. Close to 100 on Saturday and Sunday. Maybe, maybe a C-note on Monday. We'll see. You believe it'll be June 1st on Saturday? This is crazy. Flying right by. My son lost a, uh, another tooth. God, I, I wish he had like unlimited teeth to lose because it's the only time he's like, I need to go to bed now. He, he still remembered when my mother told him, uh, oh, 2.30 starts coming at 8 o'clock. So the other day, I meant to say this yesterday, on Tuesday night, he was like, he, at like 7.15, he's like, what time is it? I'm like 7.15. Oh, okay, we got to get this stuff done. I got to get in bed. Next thing you know, what, t- what time is it? 7.45. Okay, I'm going to brush my teeth. Okay, okay. Like, he was in bed by 7.55. Because he wants to make sure the tooth fairy comes and gives him some cash. He was not very happy, though. We gave him, I don't think he's listening, four bucks for the first tooth. And the tooth fairy, what, no? Is that bad? No? He's not listening. You're telling me not Should to say Should I hit it? delay? Nah, it's all right. I won't say anything. Anyway, he got less the second time. The, oh, it's tooth, the tooth fairy gave him $4 the first time. And the tooth fairy said $1 every time after that. So I said to him That's yesterday, how much, uh, how much did he get? Tooth fairy coming? Yeah, tooth fairy came. How much did he get? Dollar. Wasn't very impressed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, kids, start to work for it. I don't understand because, like, you know, this economy is on exactly. fire and the demand for <laughs> teeth is really high right now. I mean, with President Trump of the economy, uh, I don't understand why I'm not getting more than that. <laughs> so anyway, that's what happened in my life. Uh, number 14, this is, uh, this is what's going on. I told you this would happen. The Mueller uh, statement taken out of context, cut short. Uh, Listen to K-Gun 9 last night. Here we go. Most of the questions, though, centered on the Mueller report, a hot topic today after Robert Mueller ended his silence on the Russian interference investigation. He Mm. reiterated his key point, quote, if we were sure Trump committed no crimes, we would have said so. Many of the public forum at the public forum told Kirkpatrick they want Congress to move forward with impeachment. There you go. They left out. She left out the other half. Once again, do you want to play the other, what the other half was? Uh, listen, here we go. This is the other half that was left out. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. 
So there you go. Local media in that aspect. We'll do more of this in the next hour, but really quick. After just uh, chewing on this for a day and and just uh, seeing how it was all fanning out and every Democrat is now calling for impeachment and blah, 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 which good, good. Best of luck. What I was looking for was the reaction from Republicans. And I didn't really see much. Did you? No. I didn't see much. And all of a sudden, the media's narrative is um, the media's narrative is that uh, what you just heard uh, the local anchor at Kagan say, you can't say the president didn't commit a crime, which makes literally no sense. Uh, because no, no prosecutor, like you, it's like me saying, well, you know what, Ryan, I didn't see any uh, proof that Ryan didn't rob the supermarket. So you must have. There's a good chance though. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that's me. I got not, I see nothing from Republicans. Uh, nothing at all. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at uh, Martha McSally's Twitter account and there's nothing. Uh, she did say, go get him cats to Arizona softball, uh, at about six o'clock last night, but yeah, there, there's nothing, nothing else, nothing else. Uh, eye on the prize, eye on the ball. But it's not just her, but it's a bunch of people. And and there's on there. So what I would, I, I wish, if, if Mueller was just a jerk basically saying, all right, I can't, I could, I, if I could have indicted him, I would have, but I couldn't. So now you get him, Congress. Uh, and then the fact that they had to have a joint statement clarifying his remarks, Attorney General William Barr should have a press conference today to explain the strange remarks from Robert Mueller. That's what should happen. There should be a press conference where he says, listen, I want to clarify the remarks. We have put out a statement. I want to point out because there's this whole big frenzy that somehow the president is guilty of a crime and he just couldn't, they, he couldn't charge him. It's not true. And here's why. That's what should happen. And we'll get more on that in the next hour. You can comment as well. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have much more to talk. What's the matter? What can Congress do? Not Congress. Or well, wh- Congress can impeach him, but I want Barr to get up there and clarify to try to win the narrative. But impeach him on what? They already that's had the an thing. investigation. And like, that's the thing. We've already gone through this and whole that's what I know. $35 million. They don't actually the say what he could be impeached for. They, ne- they never. He's just, he's obstructing justice. What? No. Where? He didn't. There, there's no proof. Anyway, I, I, you can comment. I have more to say. Don't go. We got to talk about Netflix. Got to talk Sorry. about a whole bunch of stuff. I have an update on the wall as well. Uh, we build the wall. We got to get to that as well. There's, it looks like good news. Don't go anywhere. 634 on K- right now. 641. Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 792 Suns. Most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, shocker. No Republican candidate on the ballot for Tucson mayor. Nobody could get enough signatures. And even though people were even trying. So you have, a socialist in Regina Romero, a couple other people, and an independent in Ed Ackerley. Ed Ackerley. Uh, good luck. Nice job. We couldn't get anybody. Nothing. No signatures. Should we blame the Pima GOP for this? The people? I don't know. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, British intelligence sent a memo a week before Trump was inaugurated to the Trump transition team saying, hey, uh, this whole Chris Steele guy, we think he's shady. He's got no credibility. So that dossier that he's written, we think it has no credibility either. That's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Third thing, I think you need to know. Brian Colfage, founder of We Build the Wall, tweeted out this morning. This is huge. 
We Build the Wall was given the green light yesterday afternoon by the city of Sunland Park to resume construction. Our permits were reissued. From the start, We Build the Wall, Inc. complied with all regulations as required by law as we stated. I guess the jewelry uh, salesman, the mall jewelry guy, the mayor, that's what he was. And nothing against that, by the way. Nothing against that. Hey, listen, there are probably a lot of mall jewelry guys that could do a better job than uh, politicians. But um, he, he, he got it wrong. So they're finishing it up. Well, more on that, too. Three things I think you need to know. First, Becky has been waiting. Becky, good morning. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you today? Good. What's on your mind, Becky? I am so frustrated about hearing about this Mueller investigation, all this Russian stuff. I was telling telling that every time I hear it, I want to knock my TV off. Oh. It's damp. I am so tired of hearing it. It is like I'm done. I'm over it. Do they think we're stupid? It's, Do they really think we're that stupid? So, so it's not even worth talking about, not even on this radio show. It's not worth giving a breath anymore. It's okay. done. It's over with. Go on with what we have a crisis in Tucson with all the, 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 the people coming in, and we're having to support all the illegals. We need a lot more things to talk about than that. That is just, it's not worth it anymore. The only one who wants to keep it alive is the Democrats. We need to change the topic. Do you think it would make sense then if you have the attorney general just come out and say, listen, I want to clarify all the stuff that was said yesterday, a lot of confusion, and just put an end to it? Yes. Make one statement, take nothing from the press, and walk away. Yeah, just like Mueller did. I'm, I'm down. Exactly. Down. Listen, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's, it's one of those weird things. As a talk show host, you got to trust your gut. And, I, you know, you sit back and say, am I sick of this? Yes. And, do it. and here's, the, here's the big thing. No, honestly, no matter what was going to be said yesterday— it was not going to dissuade you from supporting President Trump. Am I right? In fact, it's made me go more toward him. The more they talk about it, the more I'm in his camp. Ah. Because it's just angering me. Maybe. Because they just so, they think we're stupid. Maybe we should talk about it then. If it's going to make more people want to support him? Nah, because it's a borderline kind of a love-hate thing, I think. You just, I think you do it in a, in a uh, enough without going overboard yeah yeah but but because there's too many other things we need to talk about I, i'm with we need you to talk about the border yeah no listen that, that's the biggest problem in this country and that's why i'm you know again just look at it every every day members of congress should be screaming and kicking about the insanity that's going on on the border you know you bring that up i don't know if you're aware of this because the media doesn't ever want to talk about this ever but on memorial day customs and border protection right cbp put out a tweet mm-hmm. put out a tweet saying that just on Memorial Day, they apprehended 2,200 illegal aliens just in the El Paso sector alone. 2,200 in one day on Memorial Day. Uh, the tweet was, they had the busiest recent day of enforcement activity for El Paso sector Border Patrol agents. 2,200 in one day. That's just what they caught. You it, imagine yep. what they didn't catch. You're right. And that in just, just one area. One area. And all the drugs on top of that. So while the media's uh, and, and all the people that care about are Democrats and the media, and they want to make it so confusing about Mueller when it's really not confusing at all, to be honest with you, and you know that uh, that they yeah, want they want to control simple. the narrative. Yes they, or no? Yeah, exactly, and they want to control the narrative. 
and they don't want to talk about illegal immigration. That's why there was that poll that came out. It, most people had no idea that there were 100,000 illegals caught every month the last few months. So it's, they don't realize the problem because they don't talk about it. They talk about this Mueller crap, which nobody really, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's mind-numbing, to be honest with you. They need to live along the border and really see. Yeah, well, uh, they just don't, but they just don't want that narrative to be discussed. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear, Becky. I'm with you. I'm in your camp, and I really appreciate your opinion. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Take care. Hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Yeah, that's that's the crazy. I mean, the Border Patrol's really been putting out there how many illegals they're actually capturing, and it it goes nowhere because they'd rather talk about Mueller. It's crazy, isn't it? Well, Becky just totally threw me off, but that's okay. Um, How'd she throw you off? Well, I, I had other things that I was going to mention, but that's that's all right. Um, what? Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. We had we had uh, Netflix. What I was going to talk about too. Netflix. You hear what Netflix did? Do you have Netflix? Yeah. I have Netflix. Yes, I do. I think I may cancel it. <laughs> Netflix is there was a big story. Netflix is is do is bad. It's it's not doing well. What is it now? Fourteen bucks a month. It went up from like you know nine bucks a month to twelve to thirty. I think it's thirteen ninety nine now. Yeah. Uh, they've created so much content. It costs a lot of money to have these actors uh, make movies and shows and whatever. And they got to pay for the rights to things. Um, they have so many subscribers, but they're still. It was over. I think it was in Forbes. I saw it. <clears throat> one 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 website. They're over $10 billion in debt. Netflix. Netflix over $10 billion in debt, right? And they're about to get undercut by Disney. Disney, which I can't stand either, um, is going to start, I guess, at the end of this year, maybe at some point soon. Um, at some point soon, Disney's going to come out with their own version of Netflix where you can down, you know, get the app. And six ninety nine a month, you get access to all kinds of stuff. And they have the Star Wars, they have all their Pixar stuff. I'm assuming everything that Disney produces will be taken off of Netflix because it'd be a rival. They want to totally undercut them. That's called, by the way, free market capitalism. Uh, so they're in trouble there. So, yeah, get this. Okay, uh, Forbes. Stephen McBride had a piece in Forbes. He's also the chief analyst at Risk Hedge. And he says, Disney, the undisputed king of content, he calls him, uh, is going to is going to just destroy Netflix. Um, he said Netflix is not the future of TV, even though it's the current king of streaming services. It's really disrupted the, distri- the distribution process for cable companies. Spent billions developing original content. It's also racking up billions in debt. Currently owes creditors ten point four billion dollars. That's crazy, isn't it? It's fifty nine percent more than it owed this time last year. So he's saying Netflix is going to go down and going to go down hard. And you know what Netflix just did? It came out and said, unless that uh, anti-abortion law is, is just turned over, goes away in the state of Georgia, we're going to have a tough time doing business there. They're threatening to boycott Georgia. Oh, yeah. Netflix was the first Hollywood studio to come out and say, we may not do business in Georgia. 
you kidding me? I love this, by the way. Uh, Breitbart has this story. A growing list of individuals and groups in and outside of the film industry are agitating against Georgia. Now, tell me if you know these people are important or not. Director Reed Morano is one of them. Never heard of him. Alyssa Milano, the psychopath. Elizabeth Perkins, who I don't think has been seen since the movie Big. And Mark Hamill. Who? What? Yeah. Not the figure skater guy. Uh, no, that's Dorothy. That's a, it's a woman. So um, organizations such as the Producers Guild of America and the ACLU also called for boycotts of Georgia because they knew heartbeat abortion bill. You know, basically, uh, anytime you see, any, as soon as there's a fetal heartbeat, no abortion. Can't do it. So Netflix, I mean, how stupid can you be? You know how many people are going to cancel their Netflix subscriptions now? Ted Sarandos, Netflix's chief content officer, told Variety, we have many women working on productions in Georgia whose rights, along with millions of others, will be severely restricted by this law. It's why we will work with the ACLU and others to fight it in court. Given the legislation has not yet been implemented, we'll continue to film there. So it's not been implemented. Once it is, though. Watch out, right? So it's not been implemented yet, so we'll continue to film there while also supporting partners and artists who choose not to. Should it ever come into effect, we'd rethink our entire investment in Georgia. Well, you know what's funny? Why don't you just stay in California, where most of the stars are? Why why don't you want to do that? Because taxes are too high. You're getting a sweet tax break to go do business in Georgia. You know, and if I was one of those women on that crew, I'd be insulted. You think I can't keep myself under control enough to not get pregnant? Well, come on. That's not how the uh, that, that that's not how the the feminazis think though. It's it's all for us, one for all. That's mm. Yep. Oh, by the way though, even though this is happening and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I can't stand Disney. Now Netflix is pissing me off and I'm probably going to cancel that. Um plus they just lost Boss Baby, so they have no reason to actually watch uh Amazon Prime. You do have, I do have that. Amazon hasn't said anything about it. Oh, good. So I know you love Amazon. So uh, at least there's some streaming service because I don't, I don't ever want to, uh, I can't go without it because my kids would drive me nuts. (laughs) So yeah. However, Disney is getting involved as well. Just when they're going to undercut Netflix. Wait till you hear what Disney said. We'll get to that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Welcome nation. 657, Gary Lewis with you here on KNST. Let's play the Disney CEO, Bob Iger. Not a wrong one. Let's play that on, on the uh, Georgia abortion bill. Here we go. The abortion bill in Georgia. How do you feel about that? And is, is Disney going to keep producing there? Well, I think if it becomes law, uh, it'll be very difficult to produce there. I rather doubt we will. Um, I don't think it, one, I, don't, I think many people who work for us will not want to work there. Oh. And um, we'll have to heed their wishes in that regard. But there right you go. Now we're, there we're you go. That's all we need. Wow. So there you go. So Disney wants something to do. With, you know, get rid of all these stupid companies. I got to make sure my kids never want to go to Disneyland. I'm done with it. All right. Guess what? We have Brian Colfage. We build the wall. Is going to clarify everything. Everything. They're going to be able to build the wall now. What was the big brouhaha? He's going to join us in 10 minutes right here on Tucson.com. Oh, hello. It's 7.09, and it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Yes, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, 
Not one Republican will be on the candidate on the ballot, I should say, for mayor for the city of Tucson because apparently, I guess there were some people trying to get on there, but they couldn't get enough signatures. Maybe we just don't have enough Republicans in the city of Tucson itself, or it's just another piss poor performance by the Republican Party here in Tucson in Pima County, uh, which wouldn't shine. And they're nice people, but uh, it's just it's just not working. It's just not working. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, and this is a big one. The president uh, this morning had a uh, had a tweet that is driving the people crazy. Uh, he actually put back in in a tweet right before the show started. Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax. And now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. It was a crime that didn't exist. And of course, they're, whoa, he admitted it. Russia helped him get elected. Made me think, what if they did? He had nothing to do with it. What if they did something? They didn't, but what if they did? They did. They bought $100,000 exactly. in Facebook but advertising. Didn't, that didn't help him get elected. No. But what if they did? It, he, didn't have, he had nothing to do with it, right? Nothing to do with it. Just a thought. So that's what they're concentrating on. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is great news. Uh, Brian Colfosh, who's going to join us in another what, another minute or so. Yeah, I'll call him. In a okay, uh, he needed another couple of minutes. He's getting hit up by everybody. He is the founder of We Build the Wall. He tweeted out they were given the green light yesterday afternoon by the city of Sunland Park, which tried to stop him to resume construction. And he wrote, "Our permits were reissued from the start of we from the start. We Build the Wall Inc. complied with all regulations as required by law, as we stated." Three things that I think you need to know, and we'll get uh, Colfage on in just a minute. He was on the uh, he was on national TV this morning on uh, CBS, where uh, it, very interesting. Let me let me play just a little second of this if you don't mind. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Okay, this is from the CBS report this morning on uh, the early show. Listen to this. The wall is being built on privately owned land with permission from the landowner and backing from people like Steve Ronnebeck who says his son Grant was murdered by an illegal immigrant. I represent every victim of illegal alien crime. How about that? Hang on a second. We'll do more in a second. You get the Arizona connection. He was, I'll describe to you. Steve Ronneback, who again, whose son, if you don't remember the story, Grant, he was that 21-year-old clerk at the Quick Trip in Mesa that was shot in the face by an illegal alien that was released to the streets. I think he was already deported a couple times before that. Um, but... He was Steve Ronneback was out there. He had the vest on. He was out there taking part in building that wall, which is great. Hang on more. The plan has faced criticism from city officials. Tuesday, the mayor of Sunland Park, New Mexico, ordered the group to stop their work. Construction on the wall at this point is is out of in violation of city ordinance. The man who owns the property wasn't available for an interview, but his representative told us that the government has long said to them, you have a natural barrier. It doesn't make sense to put a wall here. And, you know, it's funny. So they're saying that, right? You have a natural barrier. It makes no sense. And yet what, what happens? Illegal aliens are literally flooding across, drugs flooding across, human smuggling right across there. It's, it's really quite uh, incredible how that all happens. So uh, this has been a very uh, interesting fight of he said, she said. And I want to know everything that's happening right now, everything that is that is that is going on. So uh, I'm very excited that um, Brian Colfage, the fa- we talked to him a few months ago when he was here in Tucson. Brian Colfage, the founder of We Build the Wall, joins us now. Brian, man, how you doing? Crazy time, huh? 
no, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. You got well. Thank you. Um, well, congratulations. You're doing a great thing. Can you can you take us through the whole situation? We had Tommy Fisher on a couple of days ago. Uh, Arizona yeah. company. He's a great guy. Um, oh. And he said it was 30 days start to finish. That's it. Like from like flying out there, meeting meeting you, meeting the landowners, engineering it, getting the wall done. 30 days is all it took for all that to happen. That's yeah, that's correct. And uh, you know, it went it went pretty quick. It went as planned. I mean, the wall itself really only took three days to put up. And uh, you know, Tommy Fisher and his guys are, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're some of the best contractors in in this in this country. And um, I'm surprised they're not working for President Trump to get the wall done. Yeah, and you know, this swamp is working against him. I, I yep, hope it happens. You know, I, I saw that you put out some information saying that uh, the Trump, you, know, you tweeted the Trump administration, somebody called you from them to say, we support you doing this. Is that right? Um, they didn't call us. We, we've had some closed-door meetings in the Oval Office with our board member, Chris Kobach. Um, Chris was selected as one of Trump's nominees for DHS secretary. So he's been meeting with the president directly, and he's informed the president and Department of Homeland Security directly in person about what we're doing and both of them express their their gratitude and support for this project behind closed doors but um ultimately i don't think they're going to come out and, and say it because it is in in person they're not committed to the media because it is controversial and we are circumventing the government but they support it and that's, that's all that matters that's a good thing and, and and on top of that chris kolbach could be telling the president how good of a job tommy's company's doing uh, fisher industries and, and how quickly oh, yeah. they get the wall built. definitely yeah, I, I I think there might have been a phone call between uh, the president and Tommy uh, when Chris was in the Oval Office. Wow, I can't that, confirm that, but I'm I'm pretty sure Chris, you know, I read with the bat for Tommy. I, I read you loud and clear, man. That's unbelievable. Uh, Brian Colfedge, the founder of We Build the Wall, uh, and the GoFundMe page is still up. He's on KNST AM seven ninety. People want to keep donating. They can go to the GoFundMe page, right? Or should they go straight to yep. your website? Uh, you can go to either or. It don't matter. Go to the website or the GoFundMe uh, page. Uh, the GoFundMe has never been shut down. We're in, we're good, in GoFundMe's good graces, and we've raised $23 million so far. Wow, that's awesome. So tell me about this this situation with Sunland Park. I mean, I, 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 your, your, your Twitter timeline is fascinating, and I read the Fox News story that you tweeted about how there was a, it's a very corrupt town. Um, uh, you know, possible cartel situation, controlling people, paying off people we don't know. Um, they, you wrote that they were on premises when you started putting the wall up. They said they never were there. What happened? Well, they were there. They were, in fact, there. The, the mayor, I think, is, I don't know if he's just getting misinformation, um, but they were out there. They uh, they gave us paperwork to, fi- to fill out for our permits, and they even witnessed the first pour of concrete that we did. And we have pictures of them on site. And so they, they told us we were ultimately good to go. We weren't going to get shut down. And we'd have to come back on Wednesday when their city manager came back from vacation. Well, Tuesday rolled around, and I guess the, the word got out that we were building the wall. They weren't expecting it to go that fast, I guess. And they, sh- they shut it down. And then they gave some lame excuse that we, we didn't have a proper site plan, and there's some other papers that were inconsistent and missing, and they were nitpicking over numbers. But it was all a political witch hunt, we believe, coming from the New Mexico governor on down. And ultimately, you know, we prepared for this. Our lawyers, like, went over every law before we built this this wall, and they made sure everything was perfect. And they already had the the fight laid out, so they just took it in there. You know, within 
it was it had to be less than 24 hours. The whole thing was overturned, and we we're building again. That is incredible. Yeah, because yeah. so, so I mean, you, you, there was the big fight yesterday. We're talking about this how the the mayor was saying certain things. Um, yep. What what happened yesterday to where you, you you were able to clear things up? If you can give us any details, like you presented them and said, "No, you're wrong about this." You were you tweeted even that they don't even know their own laws. Yeah, they, they didn't know their own laws, and they were the mayor went uh, in his press conference. He was saying, "Oh, you're only allowed to have a six foot fence on the property." But the mayor was setting laws for residential property, and that's not residential property. That that is a mining facility. That's a mine. It's it's industrial, and an industrial zone has its own set of codes that aren't residential. And in an industrial zone, it's required that you have a fence greater than six feet tall, and there's it can be less than forty five feet tall. So this mine was out of ordinance until we put the wall up. So when we put that wall up, we brought that mine back into regulation. And that's why we knew we were in the right from the get-go. And uh, they just didn't understand their own laws. It's and, a, uh, it's that a, was it. It's a, lot, it's a lot of fun when you get to own people, when you have the facts yeah. and they don't. It's a lot of fun. When you, just to see the looks on their faces, I bet that was priceless. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Brian Colfage is the founder of We Build the Wall. Go to their GoFundMe page or their website. What is the website, by the way? Is it just go, webuildthewall.com or org? We build the wall. Us. Okay. Dot us. Dot us. Okay. Yep. So, um, uh, the landowner. I mean, this is a mine. We we it's never been reported that way. The landowner. Did he go to you or did you go to him? How did this whole thing work? Uh, we went to him. We were told that we we network on the border. You know, we you guys seen us in Arizona. We've been all these in all the other states doing this, and we network and talk to people. We sit down with border patrol, have dinner and lunch, breakfast, and we hear what they have to say, and they they tell us where we have possible. You know, people who might be interested. And a Border Patrol agent led us to this property and this landowner. Um, they said that this property was highly trafficked, one of the worst drug smuggling routes on the border. And we immediately went there and talked to the, talked to the owner. And the owner just happened to be uh, an elderly Vietnam veteran fighter pilot. And uh, he was sick of his property being overrun with illegal aliens and crime. And he's 80 years old. And he has to carry a loaded weapon around on his hip every single day because he lives in fear. And, like, he shouldn't have to do that. Like, this guy fought for our country. Now he lives in fear. And, uh, you know, I just, it struck a chord with us. And we realized that we, this, this project had to get done right here first. Uh, that, that's incredible. And, and I was watching uh, some of the CBS uh, report this morning where the reporter said that uh, the government said to the landowner, you don't, you don't have to build uh, a, any kind of a wall here because you have a natural barrier. And apparently, that, I guess that right. natural barrier wasn't working, huh? Oh, definitely not. It's, this is an excuse. And the Army Corps of Engineers said it was impossible to build up that mountain. And they said if they did have to build up it, we, had, we got a, an insider who told us what that cost would have been. And they said for our wall, it, they would have charged $40 million to excavate that mountain and put the wall up. And they said it would have taken two years. And it took and, three uh, days. We, three days. Like, three days. Three days to put the wall up, and a, a few more days to, to excavate the mountain. And is that is that all because of the way Tommy does it, which he has a, a way to do it, unlike any other engineer or contracting company in, in the country? Um, well, I think Tommy's just you know he's he's a hard worker. He's dedicated. He has a really good crew. Like his employees, they know what they're doing. They uh, they're among the best of the best. They're just not some ragtag construction team. They're these guys uh, are incredible at what they do, and they got the job done. I mean, they they love what they do. They love their job, and 
they believe in it, and uh, it shows with their work that work ethic. I mean, these guys are working twenty four hour shifts. Wow, and the and, fact and the fact that the government said that if a government contract went out, it would take two years and forty million. You got it done in thirty days and and in six days. And, and, yeah, exactly. That that's really incredible. Um, so what what are your plans? We're we're down. We're in Tucson. We're on the border. We we need. We we have a bunch of wackos that are down here running Pima County in the city of Tucson. They want everyone to come in, which stinks. Oh uh, um, no! Any, any plans? Any plans to do anything in Arizona yet? Yeah, we have we have some pieces of property down there that we've been talking with owners, and um, some that were really good potentials. So there's a good chance. Okay, I hope it happens. Anything else? <laughs> I also read that Texas and California, you already have places that you've eyeballed ready to go. Yeah, well, we have a lot. We have about 10 properties of people who are ready to go. And for us, it's just figuring out which one is the most important and can have the largest effect to stem the flow of illegal drugs and migrants crossing the border. Um, so we just have to do our homework on each, and then we'll make that decision. I gotcha. Uh, and, and just as we wrap up, and I really appreciate the time, I know everybody and their mother is trying to get a hold of you, Brian. This is Brian Colfage, founder of We Build the Wall on KNST AM790. Um, the Sunland Park situation, was it just a bunch of Democrats that run that place? I mean, you hinted at the fact that maybe cartels involved. Do you think that they just are just, just hate Trump and don't want the wall up there, or do you think it was more to try to stop you? They, well, New Mexico is an open border state and, you know, sanctuary. They, they're all about the migrants and illegal aliens. And I'm not really sure the demographic of the political atmosphere in the city, uh, but it doesn't seem friendly. <laughs> they don't seem friendly, and I'm sure there are some friendly ones in there. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I think they they believe that it, the wall is not going to do anything, and um, it, it just felt like a political witch hunt. I got you. Are you going to be able to do any uh, any follow up with that vet? I mean, I'm sure he saw people streaming across his land, whether it's human smugglers, drug smugglers, just illegal aliens, cartel. You going to follow up to find out how well it's working if nobody is coming across? Yeah, I was telling CBS in the morning, they were trying to judge it and say, you know, it's not going to do anything. I, was, I told them, the only one that's going to be able to judge it is that landowner in a month. You know, when, when we see that, it's stemming the flow. There was one thing I tweeted, though, last week. When we were putting up this wall, there was a group of migrants, maybe like 30 of them. They were coming down the mountain from the Mexican side, and they were coming across. Well, as soon as they came around the corner, they came down low, and they saw that wall. They turned around and went back up that mountain, and we got pictures of it. And it shows you that the wall, that wall deters them. They don't want to come towards it because now you know, they know this route's closed off. That's incredible. Where are the pictures? Are they on your website? Yeah, I, I tweeted them out. Okay, uh, you tweeted them out too? Ago. I'll find, yeah, I'll find those. That's, un, that's unbelievable. Hey, what's it like, really quick, dealing with the media? I mean, CBS, obviously national media, you know, the liberal bias there. Uh, yeah. When you do the interviews with these guys, you know they're just trying to play gotcha. What's it yep. like facing that? Oh, man, I, I face far worse in Iraq. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I just look at it like that. You know, I've been blown up, and so I know, they're not the enemy, but, you know, they're, uh, I know they're against me, and uh, I can handle them. I can handle them pretty well. And just uh, when you put things into respect of everything I've been through, there's nothing they can do to, to throw me off my game. That's awesome. Hey, Brian, man, I'd love to get you on again. Maybe, uh, you know, another month when we find out uh, the results so far of, of how the wall is done to prove to people again that what we know is a wall actually works to keep out people, which is why we have homes with walls around them, so we wall off our property. So, exactly. I mean, just it's common sense. Uh, WeBuildTheWall.us. You can donate there, find out more information there. It's on the GoFundMe site as well. Brian, man, you're a patriot. Thank you for your service and everything you're doing, and I really appreciate the time this morning. And if you come down to Arizona, we'd love to, if you're in the Tucson area, in that area, we'd love to get you in the studio if possible, but we definitely want to talk to you again. 
All right, guys, bear down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, man. We know hey, you're a U of A guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That, uh, so, Texas School, 2014. Perfect. Hey, man, God bless you. Thank you so much, Brian. All right, thank you. Take Bye. care. How about that? Um, we will continue. You could comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. So much more to get to. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. Oh, yes. What's going on? 731, Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, we're looking at 94 for a high today. Chilly. 64 already. We'll get your comments about all this. You think this could work? You think you, you, you liking it? I mean, people were, again, doubting it. And listen, this is not far from us. This is uh, El Paso's, what, about five hours away? About that, yes. They're going to have a big party, apparently, today at about 3 o'clock our time, 4 o'clock El Paso time. So if you want to drive down there, go ahead. Uh, they're having a giant rally down there. You can register. you got to go to webuildthewall.us. And, uh, and you can see there's a giant Trump Keep America Great 2020 banner on this beautiful, beautiful wall as well. Uh, so, yeah, go, go have fun with that if you'd like. Um, I think we have some more highlights from that uh, CBS story. Your reaction to this, uh, and we have other things to talk about as well. Because, man, um, there's just there's too much happening. Too much happening. Uh, we, we have the, uh, the great audio from, again, local media taking the Mueller quote out of context. But I'm kind of, I mean, we're, are we Mullered out? The British Intel memo is, a, is another big thing. Um, we got to get it also. Little Meggie McCain got mad. Because she gets mad. We got to do that, too, about this whole this whole fake news situation about Trump wanting the USS John McCain out of sight when he went to visit Japan. We got all that. And I want you you can react too also about this people's wall that is being built. I almost say the communist thing is the people's, but it really is the people's wall. They donated How about that government would take two years and 40 million to get the same wall built. Bureaucracy and red tape. Yeah, it sucks. You know that's what they do. It sucks. Seven thirty three. Stay right there. We'll get to you. All these stories and opinion coming back right now. Town.org. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Enjoy the stimulation. Seven Yeah, seven forty. Uh Gary Lewis with you here. KNST AM seven ninety. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Ryan was the reason you heard the double audio. Because I, in my controlling ways, always tell him, hey, let's put this new audio in. Let's do this. Because things are always happening. We were always wor- Now you got inside baseball as to things always happening during the show. And you guys just sit button. back. Do nothing. And, Ryan, and, I, and then when I ask Ryan every time, because I can't see across the stupid monitors in the way, I'm like, hey, are you off the air? And he answers me the way my wife does. You leave me alone. You want to do my job? Let me Try work. Tell me. Let me do it. Yeah. And, of course, this time, I didn't ask him. And he screwed up. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, it happens. Uh, I'll give your money back. It happens. Not yours. Um, but yeah. yours. Yeah. So, well, I'm sorry. As you should be. Now do push-ups. Oh. Do 10. Can you do it? Can you even do it? Let's see it. Let's see it. On radio. Uh, if you remember Bill Murray and Stripes, who could barely do five, I don't think you're going to make it. What? I don't think you're going to make it. Six. Oh, my God. Straighten that back out. Straighten out the back. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Ten, eleven. Okay, good for you. I'll give you one extra. Do we need the paddles? 
Please. All right. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Look at the paddles. Okay. No, no, like the, the, not the paddles to Spain. The clear, lowest paddles. Oh. Yes. Uh, number, yeah, no. Number one. And the oxygen. Uh, you have uh, no Republican on the ballot running for mayor in Tucson because they couldn't get enough signatures, which, uh, there you go. Tucson will continue to be run poorly. And now I'm being so kind when I say that, right? You know who's happy about that? Chris Magnus. Second thing I think you need to know is that uh, the wall is going up. It is going up. The wall, privately built wall, we, we build the wall. They got the go-ahead by Sunland Park. We just talked to Brian Colfage, who confirmed also their, well, he didn't confirm. He said there may or may not have been a phone call between President Trump and Tommy Fisher of Fisher Industries. And he said Chris Kobach, who's also part of We Build the Wall, of course, knows the president very well in the White House a lot. So uh, it's uh, it's done. They got a big party coming up at about 3 o'clock our time, 4 o'clock their time. Uh, third thing I think you need to know. Does there need to be any more over that, by the way? Any, any more? I think that could probably cover it, but doesn't matter. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, uh, how about this one? Gallup, and Gallup is a lefty poll. Uh, they came out uh, with a poll, and it shows that President Trump, his leadership ratings have beat Obama's. That's right, his leadership ratings jump, and he beats Obama on issues and ideology. Oh, they found 47% agree with Trump on the issues, edging out Obama at the two-year mark of his presidency. With, he had 45%. You would never believe this, would you? Crazy. Um, and when it comes to uh, uh, leadership ratings, people are looking at Trump as a presidential guy. Um, his ratings are better than the last time Gallup asked the question. 47% of Americans expressed agreement on issues. It's up from 39%. So his leadership is up bigly. How about that? Three things I think you need to know. Not to confuse you. So, uh, what else do we have? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Just a couple of more sound bites from that CBS story. Where the mainstream media just wants to trash the We Build the Wall group and things like that. Um, how about this? We're going to pause this in the middle of it, uh, I believe, Ryan. You played play, uh, 19. This is first. They they talked to a George. I love this. When talking about the border wall and the border itself, why not talk to a George Mason law professor? Can you be any further away from the border? And it's a useless. I mean, just because you're a law professor, we got to take you seriously about this. Just, just listen. Here we go. Here, George Mason University law professor Ilya Soman believes this project may in the end generate more publicity than impact. It's unlikely they're going to get the right to pause it, pause build it. more we'll than come a- back in a second. Um, is that a legal opinion? That's just his personal opinion. Why ask the guy that who cares? Well, I think it's just gonna be more publicity than impact. What anyway, let's 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 hear the egghead. It's unlikely they're going to get the right to build more than a small section of wall on privately owned land, uh, given that they can only do so if the owners want to let them. What about pause that it, reality? Pause it, pause it, pause it. No crap, Sherlock. What's your point? Right? What's your point? Well, uh, unless they get permission from the landowner to build their land, they're never going to be able to do it. Hey, guess uh, guess what? The sun rises and sun sets too, genius. No kidding. Water is wet, related story. No kidding. Rumor has it, 
Most wives but mine nag. No kidding. This is what CBS puts out there. That is useless. You don't need that. I said most, but mine doesn't. She's perfect. She's listening. Um, hi. So let's 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 continue. Because then they actually ask him about that. I mean, this is like the dumbest thing. So some law professor spouts off an opinion that they get from somebody sitting at a diner. There's no legal anything behind it, but they put it in there anyway because they want people to just have that narrative in their head. That's all it is. Fake news. Let's continue. Them. What about that reality that you'll do it here and it may help this landowner, but in the larger scheme of things, it'll sort of be a drop in a bucket. Well, we're not here to build the entire southern border wall. We're here to have an impact with the money that <laughs> we raise question. to help out these communities. So what about the idea that you're not really protecting all of the border? Just the border that you're where you're building the wall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. Where landowners are telling us we need help. So you're telling me you're not protecting the entire border. Just where you're building the wall. Yes. Yes, I am. I don't know why you don't understand that. I just really don't know. CBS. It's not just me, is it? I mean, it, it can't just be me. It can't just be me. Oy. Journalist. Journalist. Yeah, jur- as, as Bruce as says. Bruce journalist. Says. Journalist. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Bruce, he's back. 880-KNST, <laughs> uh, And then, oh, but the last, this is the best part, too. They had to end this. They had to end this. David Begnow. Begnow? Be- I don't know how this guy's name is. He's a reporter for CBS uh, and and he ended his report on the early show on CBS uh, because you have to bring in racism, right? Listen to this. The critics say this group is a bunch of white supremacists and xenophobes, but mm. their supporters say, wait a minute, that's not true. They have been more effective than the United States government in this. Yes, they have. Yeah, it's a bunch of white supremacists. We have nothing else to say. We just say they're white supremacists. That's just how it is. Ah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's all we have on the side of the border, right? It's nothing but white supremacists. And, right? Anybody. If you want to put up a wall, if you want to put up a wall, you're a white supremacist and you have a fear of of, of, uh, foreign people, which is, yeah, you're a xenophobe. So, yeah, fear of xenos. (laughs) So, there you go. That's that's what it comes down to. If you believe in it. So, apparently, everybody that has a wall around their home is also a white supremacist and a xenophobe. You know, it's you, you, Ryan, as a Hispanic man, uh, you are a white supremacist and also a xenophobe. <laughs> You're right, I'm a xenophobe. I don't want foreign people from my neighborhood in my yard. Out! <laughs> Get out! I don't even want people that aren't foreign. People that I know, I don't even want out, them in my yard. Out, out! Sometimes I don't even want my kids in my yard. Oh, yeah. I know them a lot. Or in the house. Yes. Kids, but kids. we're all, we're all xenophobes or something like that. Yeah. What is right? There's a lot wrong with these people. There's a lot wrong. 749, uh, much more to talk about. I want to get more into even the Netflix situation because it's just, I'm looking at more stories about how um, states that used to give tax breaks to have movies done, production done, they they lost money like crazy. And Netflix is uh, threatening to boycott Georgia over their uh, heartbeat bill. So we'll get to that. Oh, we got to get to uh, the McCain situation as well. That is so good too. Oh, that is that is so good. Uh, the McCain family very upset. Shockingly enough, we'll we'll get to that. Very upset. They want to blame Trump for everything. Of course, when their dad gets caught 
being, uh, you know, uh, not a nice person, they just let that one go. You may have missed it. I want to play more of what Amy Klobuchar said what John McCain did when Trump was being uh, inaugurated. We didn't get to do that enough. We'll do that coming back and tell you about the the Trump thing. Is, uh, I'm sorry, the McCain thing as well, the USS John McCain. Uh, fake news everywhere. Do not go anywhere. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's Mo. Oh, at 888-1648. Seven fifty-seven. Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Phone lines are jammed. You just be patient with me, and and I want to get you in. Uh, gonna be what did I say? 80, 88 today? I think so. Something like that. I believe. Or no, no. Ninth. The ninth is gonna be uh, a lot the warmer. 90s? It's gonna be. It's gonna be much warmer today. Ninety-four. Uh, we have uh, more coming back. Uh, Netflix. Megan McCain. USS. So right now. You know, we don't hear this song enough. It really is a good song. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNS, TAM, 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's Thursday. It feels like, you know, we work really hard here. Right? It feels like um, that it's Thursday already, and, and we're already halfway through the show, which is insane, that I'm cheating. But when you're having fun, doing a good job, it just goes that way, right? I think so. At least for me, it does. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, not a single Republican on the ballot for the mayoral race in Tucson because they didn't get enough signatures. Did they even put an effort in? Is there not enough effort in? You swear to God, the Republicans here, what is going on? And they're very nice people. They're very nice people. I know the Pima County Republican Party listens because why wouldn't they listen but what the hell is going on? And don't come to me, by the way, expect, you know, expecting free pub because the, the socialist Romero and the other people that are running never came to me to get pub. But what the heck is going on? You, I mean, look at everything that's going on. How do you not run somebody? And we'll get into that. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is, man, oh, man, oh, man, the wall is going up in Sunland Park, New Mexico, between that and El Paso. Sunland Park back down, and uh, and it's a go-ahead. There's going to be a big party tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, in El Paso. 3 o'clock local time, 4 o'clock their time, uh, to celebrate the uh, finished process of a paved road, the border wall, everything, 30 days start to finish from the, the meetings to engineering to the wall building to the road. 30 days. Incredible. Third thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the president has driven... The uh, the media wild with some tweets this morning, and why why not right why not? The president tweeted out, uh, and this was <laughs> is he tro- it looks like he's trolling. He really does. I think he I think he did it on purpose. The more I look at it, I think he did some trolling. So the president tweeted out uh, this, and I'll, I'll I'll read the tweet, and then we'll get to the whole uh, John McCain thing, uh, USS John McCain thing, in, in just a minute too. Um, the president tweeted out, Russia, 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 that's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax. 
And now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. It was a crime that didn't exist. So now the Dems and their partner, fake news media, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that's it. He admitted Russia got him elected. Huh? Three things I think you need to know. Let's actually let's talk about that real quick. Russia helped get him elected. Do you think that's really what happened? We have a Trump soundbite. Let's get 16 ready, if you don't mind. Like what, they gave him some rubles to buy some more yeah, advertising? Yeah, like, uh, you know, he, let's put it this way. Remember, um, Obama sent money to uh, the Israeli opponent, that too, but the Israeli op- uh, opponent of Benjamin Netanyahu. Actually, we actually didn't even send money. We actually funded a campaign. It was like a marketing campaign for Netanyahu's opponent to, to win the election. So we got involved there, and the media just brushed that by. Oh, well, oh, shocks, oh, well, blah, 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 right? Now, let's just say Russia did do something. Remember, Trump said, I had nothing to do with Russia. That's what people aren't forgetting. If you go to the, the tweet, and I'll retweet it because I think it's funny. If you go to the tweet and you click on it and people's reactions, they are losing their mind. They are melting. Now, the media melted down this morning. The media literally melted down. Trump admits Russia helped him get elected. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But he said, I had nothing to do with it. If they want to do something, what am I to do to stop them? Right? It's a cover of uh, Drudge. You go to Drudge, it says, tweet wreck. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. Is he just trolling? Was it a misstatement? We know, listen, after the Mueller investigation and everything else, uh, if there was any kind of evidence that he was working with Russia, it would have come out. It would have come out, right? And Mediaite wrote that he deleted the tweet. Mediaite, the website. But he didn't, I, I never saw him delete it. I kept seeing it. I didn't see anything go away. So they gave an update. Trump reposted the tweet admitting Russia helped get him elected. He appears to have corrected a typo in the second tweet, changing acquisition to accusation. So the whole thing, two tweets, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you heard at the beginning of this uh, witch hunt hoax. And now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. It was a crime that didn't exist. So now the Dems and their partner, the fake news media, say he fought back against this phony crime that didn't exist. This horrendous false accusation. He originally put acquisition. And he shouldn't fight back. He should just sit back and take it. Could this be obstruction? No, Mueller didn't find obstruction either. Presidential harassment. Here's the president being asked about this this morning uh, in the media gaggle as he's flying to the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. Here we go. No, Russia did not help me get elected. You know who got me elected? You know who got me elected? I got me elected. Russia didn't help me at all. Russia, if anything, I think helped the other side. What you ought to ask is this. Do you think the media helped Hillary Clinton get elected? She didn't make it. But you take a look at collusion between Hillary Clinton and the media. You take a look at collusion between Hillary Clinton and Russia. She had more to do in the campaign with Russia than I did. I had nothing to do. And by the way, that's one other thing. If you look, this is all about Russia, Russia, Russia. They don't talk about Russia anymore. 
because it turned out to be a hoax. It was all a hoax. And then they say, gee, he fought back. Isn't that terrible? He fought back. Of course they fight back because it was a false accusation, a totally false accusation. And it's a disgrace. And it's a very, it's a very sad period for this country. And I think in the end, I will consider what's happening now to be one of my greatest achievements, exposing this corruption. Now, I don't want to see her make excuses for Trump. Do you think he screwed up with that tweet? Do you think Robert Mueller screwed up with the uh, statement that he made? No, I think he, he said, go uh, go impeach him. But did, let's just focus on that, though. Let's not make excuses. Because we like the Don. Everyone's capable of making mistakes. He probably shouldn't have written, unless he's trolling them. I can't tell. Or maybe because he had nothing to do, I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. Okay. And we know Russia, what did they do? They bought 100,000 bucks in Facebook ads. Exactly. That's all that happened. So to me, it's almost like he's trolling them in that aspect. And and you know what? I think this was, the more I think about it, was this done purposefully to get the story, the narrative away from impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. And instead of people talking about Robert Mueller said that he did commit a crime or didn't commit a crime, Trump's like, I'm going to just mess with this right now and change the narrative. Instead of the media focusing on what Robert, and most people don't care, I believe. But the media pushing the narrative of, well, Mueller said that he couldn't uh, say that Trump didn't commit a crime. And that's all you heard all day yesterday. And it was going to be all day today. So did Trump wake up this morning and say, how can I change the narrative? <laughs> Let me mess with them. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. I mean, he worded it in such a way. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. And now they're all talking about this. Just like that. Change the narrative. And the media gets pissed because the media, they're the ones that say, we pick and choose what stories will run and not run. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that do that. We're the ones that tell people, like Mika said, Mika's face, we're the ones that tell people what to think, how to think, what it means. And they get mad that Trump gets right in there and can change it on his own. He beats the media at their own game. Or do you think that this is just a bupkis and he just totally screwed up and is just trying to ignore it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get... To me, you know what that reminds me of? When he had the press conference. Hey, Russia, if you find those 30,000 emails from Hillary, <laughs> you make a lot of people happy. <laughs> and the media took it as if he was serious about it. Not just the media. Congress. Yeah, yeah Congress. Yeah, yeah, a bunch oh of God, Republicans. Not just Democrats, Republicans as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I find that to be pretty damn funny. So I want to get your take on this because I'm I've, really I'm curious as to what you think. Am, am I off here? Are we being too protective of the Don? Did he just screw this one up? Could he have phrased it differently? And now Russia's disappeared because he could have said there was no collusion. There was nothing there. But he just said, I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. And again, I brought up a couple hours ago on the show, if you're just tuning in, how May 2nd this year, The Hill had a story where they named the DNC official, Alexandra Chalupa. She was the one asking the Ukraine, hey, you got any dirt on on um, Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort? 
We want to connect Trump to Russia. You got any dirt? Can you give us dirt? Can you give us dirt? Can you give us dirt? So they literally had the DNC working with a foreign government to try to get dirt on an American politician. And that gets glossed over like there's nothing, right? Like there's nothing. Because, you know, if you're like me and you sit back and you say uh, about the president real quick, that he did it just to mess with them, to change the narrative, they'll, they, you know what they'd say about us if you agree with me? We're all crazy. We're cultists, we're this, we're that, we're blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Just curious what people are thinking. Let's start with Matthew. Matthew, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, morning, how are you? All right, what's up, man? Well, I'm just going to, I was just thinking that what's funny is, is half the people will see the humor in it and the sarcasm and, and uh, understand what, what he's really doing, and the other half already thinks that Russia helped. And so it's it just kind of <laughs> thrown in the towel. I'm like, fine, maybe they did help. Uh, but I had nothing to do with it. So it's like all of their effort in trying to convince us that the Russia did help is kind of like, okay, fine, they did. Now what? I didn't have anything to do with it. So that, kind of just, exactly. Because, I mean, I literally went to the tweet, and they were all people were saying is, he admitted it, Russia did it, Russia did it. But, but he, if he had yeah, something to no, do with it, Mueller would have said it, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no, no. He didn't say he did it. He said Russia had something to do with it. So it's like, okay, great. Moving on, you know. What, what, what are we supposed to do? I didn't have anything to do with it, and the rest of us are just laughing. So you think that's what it was, changing the narrative from what happened yesterday. He controls the narrative, and now this is the yeah, top definitely. story. Now, now because they, they, they're going to say Russia. He said Russia. He said Russia. He convinced it. And so, like, okay, fine. He did say Russia, but he also said that I wasn't connected with him. So, you know, I think that yeah. he, he, it's a win, and I think, yeah, he totally changed the narrative into the way he wants it, and I'm sure it was well thought out. And it's, you know, I mean, I, I, it's got to be. It's, but it's it's very funny either way. It is four four D chess, isn't it? Four D chess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Matthew, right, I appreciate. It. Thank you. Take care, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's go to Roger. Roger, welcome to KNST. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. I think uh, for one thing, Trump isn't changing the narrative as much as he's become the media. He has more Twitter followers than CNN has viewers anymore. So that's true. That. And I also think that the president knows that no other person could withstand the onslaught that he's taken financially and being that clean that they can't get enough dirt on him to destroy him. So it's kind of like if you had a neighbor that has a nippy little dog that scared everybody (laughs) on the block, and then you got these boots that protect your ankles and You're not afraid of the dog. You just keep going over and teasing the dog (laughs) and making the dog look crazy because they keep attacking him, and he always comes out ahead, and they always look stupid in the end. That's how it is, isn't it? They get very reactionary, very reactionary, and they don't know how to stop. I mean, if you look look at what happened, I mean, look at all the hoaxes that have come undone, the Covington High School hoax, right, the Russia hoax. Uh, I mean, we can go on and on of all the things the media has pushed. I mean, look at the media pushing all the way back to when Obama was president with the hands up, don't shoot. You know, the Michael Brown, everything they push turns out to be wrong. Yeah, they wake up in the morning and they go, is Trump tricking us or is he double tricking us or is he not tricking us? They don't know what action to take because they're afraid they're being set up again. I don't know. I think they, they just they, they just buy into it and push it because they want it to be true. 
I don't think they're worried. I, I think they're too stupid to know they're being set up, to be honest with you. But that's, well, look at Pelosi with impeachment. Yeah. You don't, you don't know if Trump wants her to impeach him or what's going on. She's afraid to do anything because she thinks she's being punked. Yep. Well, we'll see. Roger, appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. 880-KNSC, 880-5678. And yet, look at the media. When, when Pelosi and the Democrats won the House and she won the speakership, they praised Pelosi. She's so smart. You know, they had her daughter come on CNN. She'll she'll stab you in the heart or cut your head off when you're looking the other way or blah, blah. I mean, all that stuff. Yet Trump's the dummy. Okay. Uh, Aaron, welcome to KNST. What's up, Aaron? Good morning, Garrett. Listen, you don't mess with the puppet master. <laughs> you just don't mess with the puppet master. Don is, is controlling the media the way he wants the media to be controlled. You got to remember... He's the one that fires people. He's the master apprentice. You just don't mess with the master. So that's it. That's Absolutely. it. Trump Trump did it. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he, he knows exactly yeah. what he tweeted this morning. He is on top of his game. I love it. And, you know, I, I, is Drudge becoming a little bit anti-Trump? Because I've heard about yeah. visits from Trump to, from Drudge to the White House, and, and Trump likes him. Um, but all the tweet wreck, is it really a wreck though? See, it's almost like Drudge is pushing the same narrative that the media pushes. It's got to be a little bit of controversy always. And it's, it's clickbait. That's what he wants. Yeah, clickbait. Exactly. So, I love it. The puppet master. Hey, Aaron, thank you, man. Take care, you bud. Have a great day. You too, man. Uh, we'll get more of your reaction to this. Uh, th- this really might be one of his most masterful tweets of all time. It really might be. And people are going to sit back again. The reaction is, oh, my God. Listen, that was my first reaction after about eight seconds. I called Ryan. I'm like, holy crap. He didn't admit it. You got to check it. I know, but that's what's funny. And then I'm like, the more you look at it, like, "Mm mm-hmm, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, 823, do not go anywhere. We have more, uh, much more coming up, especially with this this John McCain story. The USS John McCain and little Maggie getting her little uh, butt hurt. Well, she got her butt hurt. I don't want to. I don't want to do fake news and say little butt hurt. I said I'm not being mean. I said butt hurt. So we'll get to that as well. And your reaction to all this stuff. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's KNST. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. All right, eight thirty. Thank you for hanging out. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Going to be in the mid-90s today, somewhere around 94, depending where you are. I don't know where you are. You might be in some other state listening to the radio app. I'd be lying to you then, huh? 71 here in southern Arizona right now. Uh, enjoy it. So I got one of these great emails uh, reaction. Here we go. This is, this is I always count on this. Um, nobody ever says how exactly how the Russians helped get him elected. Nobody ever says what Trump lied about or what he did to obstruct justice. Well, they did. They say, well, he threatened to fire people. Okay. What? If he lied to whom? Was it under oath? Like Clinton? Both of them? If they actually impeach Trump, it was. It will absolutely guarantee his re-election. Maybe that's why Kamala Harris is calling for it, knowing Biden, not her, will be the nominee. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So we have that. But I... I this is another genius move by Trump. You know what's funny? There are people that don't agree with you and me that are listening to this show right now. 
that are, I mean, some are columnists, other other things. They're ready. Oh, these people that back Trump, they'll believe anything he says. They'll do anything. Because they just can't see the forest through the trees. And that's okay. That's okay. They have their Trump election derangement syndrome, and it's not going away. Just like that guy that lit himself on fire. Do you see that? You see that yesterday? Holy smokes. Holy smokes. There was a guy who lit himself. He died. He died, but he lit himself on fire outside of the White House. I don't know why. Trump election derangement syndrome. Seriously, he walked calmly around uh, near the White House and then just uh, let himself on fire. Let himself. The pictures are just sick. He's wearing a USA shirt. He's just he's engulfed in flames. Obviously, he's not all there. He's just standing there. So he died. Uh, but I mean, so you're telling me this? This is like the same thing where the chick got you know mad. Uh, the hot model. She decided to post a naked picture of herself on Instagram. Because she was so upset about the uh, the abortion, um, the abortion ban in Alabama, I'm so mad at the men that did this. I'm going to post a picture of myself naked. Okay, cool. I'm so mad at Trump. I'm going to light myself on fire. Uh, that's that's your problem. You're going to blame Trump for that? I'm not lighting myself on fire because of Trump. I'm loving it. 833, wait till you hear about this whole fake news story and little Maggie McCain, oh, sorry, Maggie McCain. I just don't want to use any adjectives. I don't want to give fake ones. Maggie McCain being upset that apparently she's blaming Trump for saying, get the USS John McCain out of here when I go visit Japan, which never happened. You got to hear about it. It's coming up. Don't go anywhere at tcroasters.com. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. Couples skate only. This is a couples skate only. What's up? 842. Gary Lewis with you. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, no Republicans on the ballot for mayor in the city of Tucson. Because they couldn't get any signatures and stuff. It's a smooth, well-run Republican operation here, isn't it? Smooth. Second thing that I think you need to know. <clears throat> well, again, Republican would never win anyway. Shut up. Second thing I think you need to know. The wall is going up. Sunland Park, New Mexico realized they screwed the pooch. And they gave the We, F- we Build the Wall group the go-ahead to finish... Well, the wall is already done, but the road is well. So it's a done deal. They're going to have a party today at 4 o'clock in El Paso. 3 o'clock our time, if you want to make it there. Four, it'll be 4 o'clock in El Paso. You could drive five hours and get there. Fireworks, you name it, celebrating this uh, this corridor. Illegal alien, uh, human smuggling, drug smuggling corridor now closed. Third thing that I think you need to know, the president messing with the entire media, the Democrats, the rhinos, the never-Trumpers, tweeting out this morning and not deleting it. Russia, 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 that's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax, and now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. I had nothing to do with Russia helping me get elected. Why would he write such a thing? Because he's changing the narrative from what Mueller said yesterday. Changing the narrative. And even if Russia did help him get elected, he said, I had nothing to do with it. What do you want me to do? If they did something, I didn't do anything wrong. I campaigned. 
Obama was president. Boom. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, he just tweeted, Robert Mueller came to the Oval Office along with other potential candidates seeking to be named the director of the FBI. He had already been in that position for 12 years. I told him no, in caps. The next day, he was named special counsel. A total conflict of interest. Nice! Exclamation point from the president. So good. So good. All right. Um, So let's talk about uh, some more made-up controversy by Trump-hating media. This is excellent. You're gonna, you know what? Can we actually play first real quick? Ryan, I need your help. I need, no, no, I need your help. I don't, it's okay. I need to get the Amy Klobuchar clip from a couple days ago. Amy Klobuchar was speaking to uh, some kind of group. You know, Amy Klobuchar is one of the thousand people on the Democrat side running for president. You may have forgotten about her. She's the one that was, she's a Minnesota senator that when she announced it was snowing, she announced outside it was a blizzard. And she's talking about how she's going to do everything she can to fight climate change. It's a freaking blizzard. So anyway, Klobuchar was in front of a group fundraising, whatever. And she she talked about inauguration day. She's sitting between John McCain and Bernie Sanders. And McCain was saying things. Listen to this. The path that we are on did not just start today. It didn't just start with the 2020 debates. No, no. No, no. The arc that we are on, this arc of justice, started that day after that dark inauguration. That day when I sat on that stage between Bernie and John McCain. And John McCain kept reciting to me names of dictators during that speech. Because he knew more than any of us what we were facing as a nation. He Mm. understood it. He knew because he knew this man more than any of us did. Mm, There you go. Good old John McCain. What What a good guy, right? What a good guy. Yeah, okay, okay. John McCain. So uh, apparently, I mean, would she lie about that? Well, he can't defend himself. Nobody ever know the truth. But would she? So here's the thing, right? Uh, Megan McCain sent out a tweet to Amy Klobuchar. On behalf of the entire McCain family, please be respectful to all of us and leave my father's legacy and memory out of presidential politics. She didn't say my dad didn't do that. He would never do that. She just said, stop mentioning the things my dad did. Shh. We don't want people to know how much of a jerk he was. Shh. That's what she did. Right? So that, that, there you go. That, that, that's what she did. He's a, shh, right? So there was this made up controversy from a Trump hating Wall Street Journal reporter. Yes, Wall Street Journal reporter. Interesting, right? Um, this reporter, Trump was in Japan and he was visiting some of our, uh, our military. A Wall Street, a Wall Street Journal reporter tweeted out that uh, the White House covered the name of the USS John McCain during the president's recent visit to Japan. Of course, it was disputed by multiple sources, but she still went with this Rebecca Ballhouse of the Wall Street Journal. Tweeted, the White House wanted the USS John McCain, quote, out of sight, end quote, for Trump's visit to Japan. A tarp was hung over the ship's name ahead of the trip, and sailors who wear caps bearing the ship's name were given a day off for Trump's visit. She wrote an article about it. Wow. A couple hours later, 
Navy Chief of Information tweeted, the name of USS John S. McCain was not obscured during the POTUS visit to Yokosuka on Memorial Day. The Navy is proud of that ship, its crew, its namesake, and its heritage. And then the president tweeted, I was not informed about anything having to do with the Navy ship USS John S. McCain during my recent visit to Japan. Nevertheless, Flotus and I love being with our great military men and women. What a spectacular job they do. Even MSNBC, this is from the Daily Wire, even at MSNBC, Katie Tor, who works for them, was calling BS to this. She tweeted, a spokesperson for the U.S. Pacific Fleet said the picture of the tarp is from Friday and it was taken down on Saturday. Spokesperson said all ships remained in normal configuration during POTUS's visit. So this was fake news. Now this ball house from the Wall Street Journal, ball, yes, ball house. She took a quote out of, uh, from Trump out of context when the president was responding to the threat of white nationalism. Uh, when asked if white nationalism was a growing threat around the world, Trump said, I don't really. I think it's a small group of people that have very, very serious problems. She only reported him saying, I don't really. I think it's a small group of people. So she has a history of taking this out of context. Anyway, uh, despite the fact that this actually happened this way, uh, Megan McCain, she took to Trump. Uh, she took to Twitter and wrote, Trump is a child who will always be deeply threatened by the greatness of my dad's incredible life. Yeah, I don't think so. There's a lot of criticism of how much I speak about my dad, but nine months since he passed, Trump won't let him RIP. So I have to stand up for him. It makes my grief unbearable. Hmm. Turns out it was all fake news. Will Megan uh, apologize? Probably not. Let's play really quick what Trump said this morning when asked about it. Uh, on it before his trip to, uh, again, talk to the media, being transparent, on his way to uh, Colorado to speak to the Air Force Academy. Uh, no, 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 17, 17, yes, listen to this, here we go. Well, I can't because I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I don't know who did it. We'll probably be able to find out who did it. They thought they were doing me a favor because they know I am not a fan of John McCain. John McCain killed health care for the Republican Party, and he killed health care for the nation. I disagree with John McCain on the way he handled the vets, because I said, you've got to get choice. He was never able to get choice. I got choice. I disagree with John McCain on the Middle East. He helped force Bush to make a very bad decision to go into the Middle East. So I wasn't a fan of John McCain. I never will be. But certainly, I couldn't care less whether or not there's a boat named after his father. There you go. That's all we need. I couldn't care less. Wasn't me. I didn't know about it. His fault, though, right? His fault. Didn't know about it. His fault. Um, and I think what he meant, they asked him to react to Meghan McCain's tweet. He says his by accident instead of her. It happens. It happens. He's only yelling over Air Force One. Uh, Marine, Marine One. one. Yes, Sorry. Marine You're right. You're right. So I love, don't you love it, though? He doesn't. He doesn't hold back at all. Listen, I don't like John McCain, never liked John McCain, not going to like John McCain. I'm done with John McCain. But I didn't order that. What do you want? At least he's being honest. You know what? He's being honest. What a concept. Remember, McCain's the one that uh, gave the phony dossier. Working with the Dems to take down Trump. McCain's the one. He requested that Trump not be invited to his funeral. But he's uh, yeah, by his legacy. His he's legacy speaks for itself. Yeah, exactly. He's a swamp monster globalist. Get out with them. Yeah, oh thank you. God. I've got to deal with his daughter. 
All right, we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792. 8.57, Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST, AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Going to be 94 today. Close to 100 tomorrow, maybe 100 on Sunday. I got some climate change news I got to get to. The White House is trying to cut down on the lies that come out about climate change and it's driving the media crazy. We'll get to that. Uh, and it's always fun, by the way, to uh, to to bring up the hypocrisy of the McCain's, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. You know, one of the things that he also lied about was uh, was the wall. Build a dang fence. We're going to it's happening. We got to get more into this. It's happening privately. The go ahead in Sunland Park, New Mexico. More on that coming up. Hey, let me tell you something about smoking. Guess what? It's not about politics. It's about people. Now, there are about 38 million Americans that smoke, and I want to tell you about my experience switching to Juul. I used to smoke cigars. I smoked them regularly. I even inhaled them at times. Not good. Everyone in my family growing up, they all smoked. And now that I've made the switch to Juul, guess what? I have found the best alternative ever. Now, Juul is designed with smokers in mind in terms of its form, technology. It's simple to use, no buttons, no switches. It is the satisfying alternative now for one in eight American adults who like nicotine, like me. Now, to discover the smoking alternative that's nothing like any e-cig or vape you've ever tried, just go to Juul.com slash Switch America. That's J-U-U-L dot com slash Switch America. And learn more information at J-U-U-L dot com slash Switch America. On the iHeartRadio app. 906, final hour of the show already. What's going on? Man, it's it's flying by. Yes. Morning stop it. What? Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. Stop whining. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Once again, no Republican on the mayoral ballot for the race in Tucson. Nope, no Republican. Couldn't get none of signatures, I guess. What an effort put in by the Republican Party. Might as well just give up. Pack up, go home. Go away. Pathetic. And unfortunately for Tucson, the insanity will continue. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Sunland Park, New Mexico. Realize they screwed the pooch. Uh, They have uh, allowed We Build the Wall people to finish. Well, they already finished the wall. And they, they allowed them to finish the entire project, the road, you name it. More on that coming up. Get ready to be just enlightened and shocked and entertained and informed all in the same way. Third thing that I think you need to know about this one, British intelligence. This is from John Solomon at the Hill. British intelligence, new report from John Solomon at the Hill, uh, said a week before Trump was inaugurated, Britain's top security official sent the Trump transition team a memo that the British government lacked confidence in Chris Steele's phony Russian dossier. It's that. Why didn't Trump put this out there a long time ago? They said, listen, this guy was one of our spies. We think he's full of it. You probably, I guess you, you probably shouldn't believe him either. Incredible stuff. Three things I think you need to know. So uh, I'm very excited that um, Brian Colfage, the fa- we talked to him a few months ago when he was here in Tucson. Brian Colfage, the founder of We Build the Wall, joins us now. Brian, man, how you doing? Crazy time, huh? Uh, no, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. You got well. Thank you. Um, well, congratulations. You're doing a great thing. Can you can you take us through the whole situation? We had Tommy Fisher on a couple of days ago 
uh, Arizona yeah. company. He's a great guy. Um, oh. And he said it was 30 days start to finish. That's it. Like from like flying out there, meeting meeting you, meeting the landowners, engineering it, getting the wall done. Thirty days is all it took for all that to happen. That's yeah, that's correct. And uh, you know, it went it went pretty quick. It went as planned. I mean, the wall itself really only took three days to put up. And uh, you know, Tommy Fisher and his guys are, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're some of the best contractors in in this in this country. And um, I'm surprised they're not working for President Trump to get the wall done. Yeah, and you know, this swamp is working against him. I, I yep, hope it happens. You know, I, I saw that you put out some information saying that uh, the Trump, you, know, you tweeted the Trump administration, somebody called you from them to say, we support you doing this. Is that right? Um, they didn't call us. We, we've had some closed-door meetings in the Oval Office with our board member, Chris Kobach. Um, Chris was selected as one of Trump's nominees for DHS secretary. So he's been meeting with the president directly, and he's informed the president and Department of Homeland Security directly in person about what we're doing and both of them express their their gratitude and support for this project behind closed doors but um ultimately i don't think they're going to come out and, and say it because it is in in person they're not committed to the media because it is controversial and we are circumventing the government but they support it and that's, that's all that matters that's a good thing and, and and on top of that chris kolbach could be telling the president how good of a job tommy's company's doing uh, fisher industries and, and how quickly oh, yeah. they get the wall built. definitely yeah, and I, I I think there might have been a phone call between uh, the president and Tommy uh, when Chris was in the Oval Office. Wow, I can't that, confirm that, but I'm I'm pretty sure Chris, you know, I read went the bat for Tommy. I, I read you loud and clear, man. That's unbelievable. Uh, Brian Colfedge, the founder of We Build the Wall, uh, and the GoFundMe page is still up. He's on KNST AM seven ninety. People want to keep donating; they can go to the GoFundMe page, right? Or should they go straight to yep. your website? Uh, you can go to either or. Don't matter. Go to the website or the GoFundMe uh, page. Uh, the GoFundMe has never been shut down. We're in, we're good, in GoFundMe's good graces, and we've raised $23 million so far. Wow, that's awesome. So tell me about this this situation with Sunland Park. I mean, I, 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 your, your, your Twitter timeline is fascinating, and I read the Fox News story that you tweeted about how there was a, it's a very corrupt town. Um, uh, you know, possible cartel situation, controlling people, paying off people we don't know. Um, they, you wrote that they were on premises when you started putting the wall up. They said they never were there. What happened? Well, they were there. They were, in fact, there. The, the mayor, I think, is, I don't know if he's just getting misinformation, um, but they were out there. They, uh, they gave us paperwork to, fi- to fill out for our permits, and they even witnessed the first pour of concrete that we did. And we have pictures of them on site. And so they, they told us we were ultimately good to go. We weren't going to get shut down. And we'd have to come back on Wednesday when their city manager came back from vacation. Well, so Tuesday rolled around, and I guess the, the word got out that we were building the wall. They weren't expecting it to go that fast, I guess. And they, sh- they shut it down. And then they gave some lame excuse that we, we didn't have a proper site plan, and there's some other papers that were inconsistent and missing, and they were nitpicking over numbers. But it was all a political witch hunt, we believe, coming from the New Mexico governor on down. And ultimately, you know, we prepared for this. Our lawyers, like, went over every law before we built this, this wall. And they made sure everything was perfect. And they already had the, the fight laid out. So they just took it in there. You know, within, it, was, it had to be less than 24 hours, the whole thing was overturned and we were building again. So that is incredible. 
Yeah, because yeah. so, so I mean, you, you, there was the big fight yesterday. We're talking about this how the the mayor was saying certain things. Um, yep. What what happened yesterday to where you 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 were able to clear things up? If you can give us any details, like you presented them and said, "No, you're wrong about this." You were you tweeted even that they don't even know their own laws. Yeah, they, they didn't know their own laws, and they were the mayor went uh, in his press conference. He was saying, "Oh, you're only allowed to have a six foot fence on the property." But the mayor was setting laws for residential property, and that's not residential property. That that is a mining facility. That's a mine. It's it's industrial, and an industrial zone has its own set of codes that aren't residential. And in an industrial zone, it's required that you have a fence greater than six feet tall, and there's it can be less than forty five feet tall. So this mine was out of ordinance until we put the wall up. So when we put that wall up, we brought that mine back into regulation. And that's why we knew we were in the right from the get-go. And uh, they just didn't understand their own laws. It's and, a, uh, it's that a, was it. It's a, lot, it's a lot of fun when you get to own people, when you have the facts yeah. and they don't. It's a lot of fun when you, just to see the looks on their faces. I bet that was priceless. Uh, yeah, you know, Brian Colfage is the founder of We Build the Wall. Go to their GoFundMe page or their website. What is the website, by the way? Is it just go webuildthewall.com or org? We build the wall dot us. Okay. Dot us. Dot us. Okay. Yep. So, um, uh, the landowner. I mean, this is a mine. We we it's never been reported that way. The landowner. Did he go to you or did you go to him? How did this whole thing work? Uh, we went to him. We were told that we we network on the border. You know, we you guys seen us in Arizona. We've been all these in all the other states doing this, and we network and talk to people. We sit down with border patrol, have dinner and lunch, breakfast, and we hear what they have to say, and they they tell us where we have possible. You know, people who might be interested. And a Border Patrol agent led us to this property and this landowner. Um, they said that this property was highly trafficked, one of the worst drug smuggling routes on the border. And we immediately went there and talked to the, talked to the owner. And the owner just happened to be uh, an elderly Vietnam veteran fighter pilot. And uh, he was sick of his property being overrun with illegal aliens and crime. And he's 80 years old and he has to carry a loaded weapon around on his hip every single day because he lives in fear. And, like, he shouldn't have to do that. Like, this guy fought for our country. Now he lives in fear. And, uh, you know, I just, it struck a chord with us, and we realized that we this this project had to get done right here first. Uh, that, that's incredible. And, and I was watching uh, some of the CBS uh, report this morning where the reporter said that uh, the government said to the landowner, you don't, you don't have to build uh, a, any kind of a wall here because you have a natural barrier. And apparently, that, I guess that right. natural barrier wasn't working, huh? Oh, definitely not. It's, this is an excuse. And the Army Corps of Engineers said it was impossible to build up that mountain. And they said that they did have to build up it. We, had, we got a, an insider who told us what that cost would have been. And they said for our wall, it, they would have charged $40 million to excavate that mountain and put the wall up. And they said it would have taken two years. And it took and, three uh, days. We, three days. Like, three days. Three days to put the wall up, and a, a few more days to, to excavate the mountain. And is that is that all because of the way Tommy does it, which he has a, a way to do it, unlike any other engineer or contracting company in, in the country? Um, well, I think Tommy's just you know he's he's a hard worker. He's dedicated. He has a really good crew. Like his employees, they know what they're doing. They uh, they're among the best of the best. They're just not some ragtag construction team. They're these guys uh, are incredible at what they do, and they got the job done. I mean, they they love what they do. They love their job, and they believe in it. And uh, it shows with their work that work ethic. I mean, these guys are working twenty four hour shifts. Wow, 
and the and, fact and the fact that the government said that if a government contract went out, it would take two years and forty million. You got it done in thirty days and and, and six days. And years. Yeah, exactly. That that is really incredible. Um, so what what are your plans? We're we're down. We're in Tucson. We're on the border. We we need. We we have a bunch of wackos that are down here running Pima County in the city of Tucson. They want everyone to come in, which stinks. Oh um, no! Yeah, any any plans? Any plans to do anything in Arizona yet? Yeah, we have we have some pieces of property down there that we've been talking with owners, and um, some that were really good potentials. So there's a good chance. Okay, I hope it happens. Anything else? <laughs> I also read that Texas and California, you already have places that you've eyeballed ready to go. Yeah, well, we have a lot. We have about 10 properties of people who are ready to go. And for us, it's just figuring out which one is the most important and can have the largest effect to stem the flow of illegal drugs and migrants crossing the border. Um, so we just have to do our homework on each, and then we'll make that decision. I gotcha. Uh, and, and just as we wrap up, and I really appreciate the time, I know everybody and their mother is trying to get a hold of you, Brian. This is Brian Colfage, founder of We Build the Wall on KNST AM790. Um, the Sunland Park situation, was it just a bunch of Democrats that run that place? I mean, you hinted at the fact that maybe cartels involved. Do you think that they just are just, just hate Trump and don't want the wall up there, or do you think it was more to try to stop you? They, well, New Mexico is an open border state and, you know, a sanctuary. They, they're all about the migrants and illegal aliens, and I'm not really sure the demographic of the political atmosphere in the city, uh, but it doesn't seem friendly. <laughs> they don't seem friendly, and I'm sure there are some friendly ones in there. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I, I think they they believe that it, the wall is not going to do anything, and um, it, it just felt like a political witch hunt. I got you. Are you going to be able to do any uh, any follow up with that vet? I mean, I'm sure he saw people streaming across his land, whether it's human smugglers, drug smugglers, just illegal aliens, cartel. You going to follow up to find out how well it's working if nobody is coming across? Yeah, I was telling CBS in the morning, they were trying to judge it and say, you know, it's not going to do anything. I, was, I told them, the only one that's going to be able to judge it is that landowner in a month. You know, when, when we see that, it's stemming the flow. There was one thing I tweeted, though, last week. When we were putting up this wall, there was a group of migrants, maybe like 30 of them. They were coming down the mountain from the Mexican side, and they were coming across. Well, as soon as they came around the corner, they came down low, and they saw that wall. They turned around and went back up that mountain, and we got pictures of it. And it shows you that the wall, that wall deters them. They don't want to come towards it because now you know, they know this route's closed off. That's incredible. Where are the pictures? Are they on your website? Yeah, I, I tweeted them out. Okay, uh, you tweeted them out too? Ago. I'll find, yeah, I'll find those. That's, un- that's unbelievable. Hey, what's it like, really quick, dealing with the media? I mean, CBS, obviously national media, you know, the liberal bias there. Uh, yeah. When you do the interviews with these guys, you know they're just trying to play gotcha. What's it yep. like facing that? Oh, man, I, I face far worse in Iraq. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I just look at it like that. You know, I've been blown up, and so I know, they're not the enemy, but, you know, they're, uh, I know they're against me, and uh, I can handle them. I can handle them pretty well. And just uh, when you put things into respect of everything I've been through, there's nothing they can do to, to throw me off my game. That's awesome. Hey, Brian, man, I'd love to get you on again. Maybe, uh, you know, another month when we find out uh, the results so far of, of how the wall is done to prove to people again that what we know is a wall actually works to keep out people, which is why we have homes with walls around them, so we wall off our property. So Exactly. I mean, just it's common sense. Uh, WeBuildTheWall.us, you can donate there, find out more information there. It's on the GoFundMe site as well. Brian, man, you're a patriot. Thank you for your service and everything you're doing, and I really appreciate the time this morning. And if you come down to Arizona, we'd love to, if you're in the Tucson area, in that area, we'd love to get you in the studio if possible, but we definitely want to talk to you again. All right, guys, bear down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. We know, hey, you're a U of A guy. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, Texas School, 2014. Perfect. Hey, man, God bless you. Thank you so much, Brian. All right, thank you. Take Bye. care. How about that? U of A guy. Local guy. Uh, pretty pretty cool, huh? What do you think about that? 880-KNST, 880-5678. See, that's what's always good to hear from the person themselves instead of relying on uh, the media, the fake media, uh, because they have some jacked up things to say about all this stuff. Uh, how about that government tie-up, government waste? Um, I'm really hoping that somehow President Trump, through Chris Kobach, you name, you know he knows about this. He's got to know about this. I actually got texts from from people telling me, I hope you got to send this to Trump's people. Like I have this magic wand to, you know. I do. Trump's people. Call it the internet. I wish. Yeah, no, the internets are very, very good. Um, but but look at look at the waste that's there, and you hope that Trump can and really find out and push for a company like like Tommy Fisher's company to to build this at a much cheaper, much faster rate. I mean, it's just what, what Trump wants to do. It's what that's how he operated as a builder. Um, let's go to Chuck. Chuck, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNST. What's up, Chuck? Good morning, sir. Up, Chuck. That's not very funny. I know, but I, you finally caught on to that, huh? <laughs> I've been hearing that my whole life, sir. There you go. There you go. What's going on, so, man? So you, you hear him talk about how much cheaper they can do the work than if it was done through the federal government. Yes. The federal government, the first problem with federal government contracting is the Davis-Bacon Act, which was mm-hmm. done by the Democrats to equalize the wages with union and non-union companies. Um, it's called prevailing wage. You go to a federal job, you have to pay the wage that they tell you, not what you're some Well, for me, it's usually less, so it doesn't matter to me. But uh, And I'm not in a union. Um, I just work hard and try to be good at what I do, and I make more money than the union people. Hmm. That's the American way, I thought. But So to balance the things, they've created the Davis-Bacon Act, so you have to pay... You go through the list. A water truck driver makes this much. A backhoe operator makes this much. An electrician, this much. And all the wages are really based on the union wages and how far away from, like, say, Tucson or Albuquerque you are, and that covers travel or staying out of town. So they've made it more expensive that way. And then they hand a lot of this work to what are called 8A contractors, which some of them are veterans, but the majority of them are minorities. There's a lot of Native Americans. You see it at Davis-Monthan Air Force Base where a job will come out and the job is given to a contractor from Oklahoma who does nothing but push paper and take money. They're guaranteed to make a profit for a certain amount of years by the government and then they try to roll them into what's called a disadvantaged small business. Uh... And it's all all welfare as as far as I'm concerned. It's not an even playing field. And isn't it? It sounds to me that it's also done to try to get union votes. Absolutely. That's it's what big, it really comes down big to. Democrat payoff. Yeah. The irony of which is the Democrats want to tell the, the the unions that they're looking out for labor and they don't want low wages, yet they want to let a whole bunch of people in the country that want to work for free. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? So, and I, you know, I've been on a few jobs lately. We're on some union guys, and there's more of them than not that are Trump supporters. Do they they're have to scared. be? They're just scared to say it. That's you know we 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 ran into that in 2016. Uh, there there were union heads who said uh, yes, you know what we as a union support Hillary, but I, I mean we play that and they go well, I can't find anybody that works here that's a union member that has told me they're not voting for Trump. You know it's they were all voting for Trump. They all knew they're all making more money. They have more jobs. They know what's going on. But the union, as far as like the electrical union hall, they don't have anybody on the books. They're looking for people which is really? a very rare thing because 
you know, they usually have a bunch of people waiting for work. Man, so this this is all bureaucracy. I mean, to me, I I think that if Tommy Fisher has people working around the clock to get this wall built, I'm sure he's paying them a pretty penny to do it because they wouldn't be working for free. They're getting paid. You know, part of his company is from the Dakotas, I think. Yes, it is. Um, So they're getting paid to be out of town. You get per diem, you get, you know, when you're out of town, as far as I'm concerned, the more you work, the better because less sitting around. Yeah away from your family, get the job done and move on. Well, and, and, and uh, so it's part of that. I mean, we have people that are truck drivers for him that haul his, his product uh, across the country. Uh, and then, and then, and then uh, it, yeah. another big downside of a federal job is it will be just overburdened with office people and safety people. Not that I'm not, nothing against safety, but you don't need a multitude of full-time safety people watching what you're doing you know that's that should be your own foreman's responsibility to make sure the job is safe you don't need it's just ridiculous they'll make you stretch out in the morning and exercise and all kinds of bs what is this china i'm more likely to hurt myself stretching out than being on a piece of equipment yeah no kidding unbelievable (laughs) but thanks for bringing that to the public eye and well you are you Looked know? into the 8A thing and the and the Davis-Bacon thing. That's something that they should overturn. And get I've rid heard of, of, but, I've but heard they of, never will. Yeah, I've heard of Davis-Bacon. That was big when Obama was president. He wanted that with the whole uh, stimulus act. So That's why that's why things should be done by the states and not the federal government. Yep, imagine Read that. the Constitution. You're right. You're right. Take Chuck, care. appreciate it, man. See you, bud. Thank you. 926, a little bit late, but it was great, wasn't it? So uh, we had a call in the first hour of the show. When I just mentioned, uh, you know, my, my take after the whole situation with the with the Mueller situation, I'm like, I'm just sick. I don't want to parse words. We know what he did. He wanted uh, you know, Congress to impeach, and, and he was speaking double talk and everything else. And there was a joint statement released later yesterday uh, uh, from the, in, the Department of Justice and Inspector General and Special Counsel. They did it together trying to clarify what he said. Doesn't matter. Um, I said we need to have a press conference. To get the narrative back, and it needs to be from uh, Attorney General Barr. So he says, listen, Mueller, despite what he said yesterday, maybe you're confused. He told me three separate times, and he said this in front of a Senate testimony, uh, in front of a Senate committee. Three different times, he told me that even if he could indict the president, there's nothing there. So him saying, well, the Office of Legal Counsel said you can't indict a setting president, which is why we didn't do it. That has nothing to do with it. There was nothing there, but there's nothing. Nothing about that. And maybe Trump realized it couldn't happen, so he sent that tweet to divert the narrative. But uh, a woman, was Susan was her name, right? She called up and was just mad. And she said, we're missing what really needs to be talked about. And there's a story about that. If you don't know what it is, got to tell you about it. And you're going to agree. It's coming up. KNST AM 792 Tucson. 9.32, Gary Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. We're looking at about uh, 94 today, 97 tomorrow. Uh, we're in the 70s already. 76 where I am. I have no idea where you are. No idea. It's nice. The, yeah, it is nice. The Brian Colfage interview will be up on uh, KNSC.com in a few minutes. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. That's my page. It's my channel, I guess, where all these other people that that you know have these podcasts that if it was good, they'd be on the radio. Uh, the podcast of this show and parts of it and highlights are on that channel, iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. It is there for you. Uh, tomorrow morning, I should have probably mentioned this all day long. I totally forgot about it. Mark Levin, the great one, 810 tomorrow morning right here on KNST. 
talk about this Mueller stuff, I guess, quickly, his new book, uh, all kinds of stuff. It's always fun to have the great one on. Uh, he's on afternoons, by the way, here on KNST, 4 to 7 p.m., so you can listen to Mark all the time. He'll be on with me tomorrow morning at 810. So the uh, listener called up the first hour of the show, said, enough with this Mueller crap, which, I'll listen, I'm in agreement with mostly, uh, unless I can make an entertaining point. She goes, the, the, the border crisis. I said, you're right. So this morning, NBC News has a story. Border agents apprehend more than 1,000 migrants in record roundup. Wait, what? Near El Paso. 1,036, largest ever encountered by the Border Patrol. Previous record was 424 set last month. This time, 1,036. More on that coming up. Don't go anywhere. Right now, Tucson.com. 943, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, not one Republican will be on the ballot for mayor in Tucson because they couldn't get signatures. Crazy, isn't it? Second thing that I think you need to know the wall is up, as you heard it, from Brian Colfage, the founder of We Build the Wall. They owned the morons that are in charge of Sunland Park, New Mexico. The government as well. Uh, they're going to have a big party uh, later today in El Paso at about 4 o'clock El Paso time. Uh, just tremendous stuff. So uh, they're going to they're gonna build other walls on private land in other places, and Arizona's a possibility as well. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Briti- British intelligence... I probably should get into more to this. British intelligence warned the Trump uh, administration a week before he was inaugurated, the Trump transition team. Uh, They sent a memo saying the British government lacked confidence in Chris Steele's phony Russian dossier. And he was, listen, he, he was a Russian spy. I'm sorry, a British spy. He was one of them. And they said, we don't like, uh, we don't, we think he lacks credibility, everything else, blah, blah, blah. Incredible stuff. They let the Trump uh, transition team know about this. Yet our FBI, our intelligence agencies, they went through with it. You know, his dossier was the main reason that they were able to get warrants to spy. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um, this really is another incredible story, too, from NBC. This should be the biggest story, not the stupid, stupid, stupid uh, Mueller statement, whatever it is. That's just a dumb waste of time. Dumb waste of time. Record number of people caught... Yesterday in El Paso, 1,036. 934 people traveling in family groups, 63 kids traveling, children traveling alone, 39 single adults, and others who have yet to be identified. Um, they are from the Northern Triangle countries central of Central America, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. Crazy. A DHS official said uh, they expect May to breach 120,000. The number of immigrants. That should be the big story. Not this Mueller crap and these stupid people in Congress are concentrating on this Mueller crap. It is so dumb. It is so stupid. It really is. That caller was right, Susan. She was so, she was so right. Uh, this should be what people are talking about every single day. See, we're, we're actually, we're talking about it, but people in Congress aren't talking about it. That's the problem. And I always pick on McSally. Pick on cinema too. Where that, by the way, where the hell is Mark Kelly on all this stuff? Yeah, I pick up. I pick up. I pick on in space. Exactly, a spaceman. I pick on uh, uh, McSally a lot, but where the hell is uh, astronaut boy Mark Kelly on this stuff? He wants the border to be open. He totally does. He doesn't say anything negative about this other stuff. 
Nowhere to be found. He's spacing out. Yeah, he is. Um, oh, he, he just, like he liked Martha McSally. He must have copied her. Uh, yesterday about 6 o'clock, McSally writes, Good luck, uh, Arizona softball. And two hours ago, Mark Kelly wrote the same thing. In space, nobody can hear you comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, he did. Uh, he he commented. He retweeted. Um, remember the last hour, really quick. The last hour, he talked about Rebecca Ballhouse from the Wall Street Journal, and she put out the fake news that the White House wanted the USS John McCain out of sight, right? Out of sight when he went to Japan. She did fake news. A tarp was hung over the ship's name ahead of the trip, and and the then the military said that's not true. There was a tarp over there on Friday. Saturday, tarp was taken down. Everything was fine. Mark Kelly retweeted that with a comment, this is a disgrace. I would have been proud to serve aboard the USS John S. McCain, and I bet those sailors are too. Anything to take a shot. It's fake news. Fake news. Nothing about illegal aliens, though. And the border. Uh, not, nothing. Nothing about the border. And all of his tweets and everything else that I've seen, he's a waste. It's space is the final frontier. Yeah, exactly. There's no wall in space, huh? Just a joke. That guy's terrible. Uh, but th- this is this is a gigantic problem that we have. Oh, by the way, you know, one more thing. on Just just to prove you that I was right. I know we don't want to do about anything about the... What? It's true. Come on. About the Mueller stuff. But I, I told you yesterday that the quote that Mueller, the money quote, would be taken out of context. Yes. Right? Yeah. Play number six. It would be taken out of context. This is what Robert Mueller said about the crime stuff and things like that. Here we go. Listen to this. And as set forth in the report, after... That investigation, if we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. So right there, that last part, play that last part one more time, the last five seconds. You heard what he said, but then the last five seconds. We did not, however, make a determination as to whether the president did commit a crime. We did not. Okay, so let's go to the local news last night. K-Gun 9. The evening anchor, number 14, talking about an Ann Kirkpatrick town hall where she said people were talking about the Robert Mueller thing there. Just listen to this. Here we go. Most of the questions, though, centered on the Mueller report, a hot topic today after Robert Mueller ended his silence on the Russian interference investigation. He reiterated his key point, quote, if we were sure Trump committed no crimes, we would have said so. Many of the public forum oh, at the public forum told that. Patrick they want Congress to move forward with impeachment proceedings. Shockingly enough, the person that wrote that in the glass for that lady to read over at K-Gun 9 left out that last very vital part, huh? I told you that would happen, and you knew that would happen, too. You knew that would happen, too. Yes, buddy. If you hear a little random noise in the background, it is my youngest son, Harrison, who has decided to come in. He, thank you. Hello. And he doesn't come here for a second. He doesn't understand. Did he drive radio. himself here? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, pretty much. Boss baby. Yeah, he is boss baby. He is. He, he's. He's making his radio debut today. Hang on. I know that I'm, I'm throwing a monkey wrench in here. Hi. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Can you say hi? Hi. Yes. Do you like boss baby? Say boss baby. Boss baby. Say oh no, boss baby. Oh no, boss baby. Say I need upsies. Upsies. Yes. Okay, let Daddy work for a few minutes, okay? Is that okay? Can you do that? Is that all right? Uh, so there you go. <laughs> As I got That's thrown off. That's what she said. Thank you. Yes, I know. Yes, what would you, what would you like? Mommy. You want Mommy? Okay, go to, go to Mommy. There you go. There you go. It's okay. 
I think people would like to hear Harrison. They'd say you'd like to hear him instead of me. <laughs> More than likely, yes. That's okay. It is true. You don't have to leave. You could stay here. It's okay. okay. It's okay. They probably can't even hear anything. He's like, da 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 da. Now he's going to say through the glass. Nine fifty. <laughs> Yes, we have to get into, uh, I got one more thing to say about the Netflix Disney situation. They want to boycott Georgia, possibly. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM 790. Two things with or without notice. All right, 955. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, going to be 94 today. Getting emails now about my son Harrison. Yes, we need more of Harrison. Yeah, you can be there too, I guess. My mother, because she just can't separate herself. It's a Jewish thing. Come on, man. My baby is so cute, much nicer voice. <laughs> Ever tell you about the time my mom tried to kill me? No. She yeah, tells multiple about times. That. Yeah, leaving me on the New Jersey Turnpike. You sure you didn't deserve it? Giving me doesn't matter. <laughs> irrelevant. Oh, okay. absolutely irrelevant. Giving me to complete strangers to drop in the water for water babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's happens. Anyway, uh, awesome. So we have that. You get our money back? Uh, thank you. Because it didn't work. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I haven't gone off on this, and I had the Netflix thing, but really quick. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's really impo- It's really amazing to me. And maybe we'll do more on this tomorrow. We have Levin joining me at 8, 10 tomorrow morning. Uh, but more on this tomorrow about the fact that Republicans... The Republican Party here in Pima County couldn't get one damn person on the damn mayoral ballot. This is like the second or I think it's a second straight election. Uh, not what? Not even an incumbent running. Can't even get somebody on the damn ballot to get enough signatures. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, we'll do more on that tomorrow. I'll, I'll save some of the stuff for tomorrow for that. It's, it's pretty pathetic. And if, if somebody from Pima County Republican Party wants to call the uh, listener line to let us know why, and maybe they're having issues, that's no problem. You could, you could explain it, but it's pretty damn pathetic. Now, when it comes to, um, um, this is amazing to me. I mentioned this a couple hours, a few hours ago. Netflix has come out, article in Vanity Fair, uh, their content officer, chief content officer said, if this, uh, if this heartbeat bill goes through in Georgia, we might have to uh, boycott it, not do business there. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. They might, they might boycott Georgia. Over this. Meanwhile, they're getting a lot of companies get a lot of uh, production companies get tax breaks out the wazoo. Michigan used to get big tax breaks to to production companies to do movies and TV in Michigan. And then Michigan realized they lose money big time by doing that. So the governor in 2015, Rick Snyder, I believe he actually he uh, he canceled it. He rescinded it because they were losing so much money. So you're who are you threatening right now? Go pay your taxes in California. Go stay there. So not only is Netflix saying we may boycott Georgia because of their heartbeat bill, which keeps babies alive. Disney, which is going to come out with their own version of Netflix to undercut them at like six ninety nine a pop. They came out. Bob Iger said, hey, it might be tough for us to do business there. Enjoy. He came out and said, we had we played the audio a while ago. We don't have time now. It might be tough for us to do business there in Georgia. And I'm thinking, this is incredible. They should be championing this because the more young kids that are around that are born, the more money for Disney. You're encouraging your clients to be killed off. Disney appeals to kids, and they're okay with the abortion stuff happening. If anything, they should be smart just to say the hell out of it. But they're just too stupid. Oh, it's unbelievable. All right, my interview with Brian Colfage up at knst.com, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, my channel there.